spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. And now, the Sunday League Pundits, presented by Uber One. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday League Pundits, presented by Uber One. Uber One is a membership that allows you to save across Uber Eats, Uber Rides, and everything in between. Limited $0 delivery. 5% off eats, 5% off rides. Join Uber One today and get your first month free. Visit uber.com slash Uber One for details. That's the word one, O-N-E. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Like Pundits. World Cup Edition! That was a speed run, yeah. but you got it you, all in he, one take. He killed it. Woo! Well done, Waz. It helps, and it helps when you write it down. As he said, the World Cup is here. We are recording this right an hour after the first match, Qatar versus Ecuador. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, how they're that, said. That, that's that country. <laughs> yeah, that, that famous Arabic country, Ecuador. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got Brett. Chalam. We got Greg. Hello. Wazinho. And I am Liam. So yes, welcome on YouTube. Welcome on Spotify, Apple, and all the other audio apps. Welcome, welcome. Big episode. We said we're going to focus on that tournament that is going on. Um, you may yeah, have it's kind of, you know. The, the, the Calcutta Cup. Oh, you mean, <laughs> you mean the one that our uh, country's fine? Which country's that? Canada! Brazil. Before we get into the match, did you guys watch the opening ceremony at all? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. I was confused. What did you think of it? Morgan Freeman confused me. <laughs> Very much so. Because he was speaking, but he wasn't speaking. Yes. It did not sync. No lineup. It was wrong. It and then there weird. was there was swords being danced. And then with. there was all the mascots cool, throughout all the World Cups and stuff. <sighs> and um, yeah, I'm trying to look. I saw a tweet that summed it up perfectly about the how it perfectly summed up the ceremony. Okay. Most of it seemed forced and inauthentic. No football culture whatsoever, really. Just a lot of money to make it look special. What a disappointing World Cup for the fans. I mean, I think that's the opening. Yeah, I, I, the thing it, it felt more like an Olympic yeah, opening, like yeah. opening ceremonies than uh, the World Cup. I, I was funny. It was funny because I was sitting here, I was getting ready for our stream, whatever, and so all I heard was the Canada stuff that they were doing, and then they started playing Wave and Flag, and I'm sitting over at the the computer just going, "When I get older, I will be stronger." I, you know I what? Think, it did get me into the mood. For, I think that for shows the how we are reusing. Other World Cups, not the song that's for this World Cup or the energy for this own World Cup, because Qatar is a relatively new nation to football and to the world stage in a sense, because uh, it hasn't been on everyone's demographic for a long time. Is it oh. new? What? Uh, oh. Here's the thing: every World Cup has its own controversies. Controversies, controversies. Russia had, <laughs> Russia had a lot. Russia literally months before the World Cup invaded Crimea. 
So Good. that was an ongoing thing. Uh, South Africa, there was a lot of issues with poverty in Africa. Should they be doing it? Same was, with Brazil. Yeah, Brazil was, should we be spending billions on stadiums that are going to be useless in a month while our infrastructure it was crumbling and there was no public health care? Something along those lines. Every World Cup has issues. However, World Cup right now is being plagued by very serious issues. And, and issues that are very apparent. Like, they're not hiding these no. issues. Like, uh, have you guys seen the new FIFA Uncovered? I need to yeah. watch that. I have not. It is very good. I heard so the guy who preceded Set Blatter, uh, I forget. It's Giovanni Infantino no, or something? No, the after. Before. Oh, okay. That, he was after, yeah. So who came before Set Blatter. Right. Uh, it was Yair Bolisnero, I think I'm saying it wrong. Right, yeah. um, but uh, I know that's the name, but I think, I think I'm saying it wrong. But they had the World Cup in Argentina. During one of their time, I think it was Argentina. Was it Argentina? It might have been uh, another South American country. It was like in the 70s or something like that. I forget when it was. 78 was in Argentina. There we go. So that's exactly what it was. And they had a lot of, like the leader at the time was a, a, I don't know the right word to use, but like a dictator kind of type deal. And they had to, uh, uh, there was a lot of questions going like, why are you having it here? Like what is... is you have the leader of FIFA next to the leader of Argentina who literally 500 yards away or whatever they said, they were killing people for opposing different. And that, so it's always been ingrained in kind of the World Cup. And now we're, again, it's kind of coming to the forefront, I think. Very Before interesting. Before Set Bladder was Jao, uh, Jao. Avalanche. Avalanche, yes, Avalanche. Who's Bolsonaro? I forget. Sure. But yeah, I, I know I, I saw something right. about um, the World Cup that was in Italy. Which one was that? 2000. No, 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 no. Like in the 30s. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about it? It was a propaganda machine for fascism oh. and, 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 and yeah, everything was going yeah, on in Italy, we, right? Every World Cup has a controversy. I think it's quite behind it. And it's just this Qatar one just seems very apparent, you know? It's all that. It was the corruption of how they bought it, and I, I don't want to get into it because I might. Can be we all agree though? Over can we all agree yeah, though yeah. that every single bid for the World Cup, whether you are Qatar or the USA or England, does come with its fair share of corruption and bribery? Probably. Uh, yes. I, it doesn't at matter least mostly. what country you are, you're paying. Well, for it's going to be interesting Cup. to see how maybe leading up to the 20th, anything leaked with that, and I, I know, you know I. Everybody just wishes there wasn't a host. It does feel like right now it's the world against Qatar, even the national team. Like everything about Qatar is being vilified in the media. Mm-hmm. Let's also right? look at everything else in terms of middle of the winter. So it's middle of the European football yes. calendar. The injuries that we're now seeing because of this middle of the season. Yeah. Um, there's so much just congestion and yeah. it's just, it's, 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 is right in the middle of everything. And it's, I think the really interesting thing is, and something that we, even like the 2018, 2014 cops, like social media is so much more prevalent and we're seeing everything. Look at the tick. Like there wasn't TikTok nope. back in 2018. There was Vine, but you're not going to get six seconds. Shout out Vine. Um, but you're, you weren't going to get six seconds of what you're seeing now. Social media is evolving and it's becoming more and more influenced by everyone in the world and it's changing 
everything, mm-hmm. not just football. Well, I mean, uh, we're able to do what we do as a social mm-hmm. yeah. But at the same time, there's also, there's the good parts and there's the bad parts. I think one of the, the kind of middle ground things is being able to see what is going on everywhere in the world. If you in, have an internet. In the moment. Exactly. And, and we get so desensitized to so many different things like corruption, like any of the, the, the terrible things that go on around the world because it's all accessible through this. And I think before that. Before we wouldn't be seeing all that. Exactly. Yeah. It would be more or hidden. Really seeing the kind of not numified but the polished version yeah. on the news at night the six o'clock news kind of thing is it wasn't this is what's actually happening in my life it's this is what the camera's showing you in my it's life. what we can see it's what we do know it's it's the the leaks it's the this that and the other thing like before this game which we'll get into in a second the there were rumors that go, going around that like what 7.2 million dollars mm-hmm. were getting handed out ecuadorian and then yeah, that, that was also something that people were saying, oh, Qatar's going to win this because that was happening. Yeah. Beginning looked a little... <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk the about match that. In a second. Uh, but yeah, also another thing to know is like, I don't really care if they're not serving alcohol at the World Cup, right? I don't care because, to be honest, at the same time, you need to respect their, right. you know, their rules, whatever. I think a lot of people made a good point. It's like, wait, you can't go three hours without a drink? You, yeah. It, you're not legally allowed to serve alcohol inside a stadium in scotland in the seats yeah you, you can't have, have you have to go onto the concourse and not be visible uh, and you can't see the field so what's the difference you know yeah, we're right. calling out qatar right. for no alcohol service okay. you're not allowed to do that in europe either well, the thing is parts. apparently brazil had a similar rule but they overturned that just for the world cup so it's very confusing they did. and there's another thing where qatar was paying fans they were making people Hey, okay, we're gonna pay you to be an England supporter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, like, but it's weird. Here's the thing, though. Pay me, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Complete different circumstances. Yeah. But as someone who has traveled to places like Mexico with an all-inclusive resort, there are people paid to have fun on those resorts. Okay, they are your fun team leaders, and they go out and they have a good time all day. What's the difference? Yeah, true. Huh. Is it is it is it non-authentic? Hundred percent. And you know what? You can go. Well, this is not an English supporter or this is not a Brazilian supporter, but here's the thing. At least they're making an atmosphere. At least they're trying. Yeah. Also a uh, shout out to the during the world. Yes. On Thursday, we have a big match. Borussia Dortmund versus the Lion city sailors. FC. No way. Yes. Where can I watch that? Uh, in, uh, Singapore. Ah, uh. <laughs> you oh, know what? Not gonna Celtic. We uh, played, unfortunately, we played Everton today. We well. Yes. <laughs> but let, let's get to the match. Guitar yeah, versus yeah. Ecuador. Uh, and drama. Man, drama. This, it, it started, started off, off with drama. Crazy. It, just, it started off with haymaker after haymaker Bro. after haymaker. Of just running into each other. Huge collisions here and there. To and then uh, a bicycle kick assist. Yeah, yeah that was great. Fun. header by <laughs> Valencia. And no, uh, here comes uh, three minutes in only. VAR comes in, says... No goal, and we and it's not even showing like yeah. why yeah, it was offside, and we're just like, okay, what's going on well, yeah, here? We first, thought, we first thought it was offside. That's what the commentators said, all offside, and we were all confused, going, "Ah, uh, I can see a defender," but it makes sense. The rule was correct. Yeah, well, uh, Liam Horbin here wrote a tweet. It feels a little controversial. There is a rule that if the goalie is ahead of the last defender, is then the offside line. Yeah. So it must have been number 13 that was off. So, yeah. yeah and, and, of course, once it's, it's called off, because everybody was like, it looked tight. And was like, ah, 
the, the corruption is here. Qatar yeah. is doing it. As everyone's. Out. Well, that's the thing. They I, just didn't show it. I we believe were. there was a tweet actually sent out by a certain Wazinho. Uh, let me pull you up. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> he goes, which one? Uh, where is it? Oh, there you are. Uh, I believe you tweeted, you can't spell corruption without Qatar. <laughs> which, I, I, I'm i not a spelling bee winner, but... <laughs> so um, That's a good one. I like hey, that. Hey, you got 13 likes on it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. At the same time, it's... So uh, like the tweet. Get it bigger. Yeah, but let's get talk to the match, because uh, you guys obviously did the live stream Twitch guys make the match i watched maybe 25 <laughs> that first half was crazy because of course that goal did get ruled out but i missed the second goal ecuador was uh they were just dominant but it was it was a crazy first half honestly we were thinking there's gonna be some red cards in this game maybe after it first but... half was exciting there was chances actually at both ends qatar did get a couple moments where they should have maybe scored a goal ecuador definitely the better side uh second half Snooze fest, but it makes sense. Ecuador did not need to go on the front foot anymore, and Qatar just did not have the ability to do anything substantial. But uh, Ener Valencia is the top goal scorer in 2022 World Cup right now. Exactly. He is uh, beside predicted. Messi and Ronaldo with the GOAT status no, right he's now. He's above them. Well, one's without a club, the other no, one's got an ugly beard. You guys watched, obviously, I did. Did Qatar do anything? No. Well, they had, right before halftime, they had a ball whipped into the box that yeah. maybe they should have got on target. A thief, the thief, my goat, didn't I, do much. I've he was, a, uh... A thief definitely the player for Qatar. Very creative, apparently. Good. He wasn't able to get on the ball very much and do much. He, so he he's kept, playing in the attacking role. But he right? kept dropping back, trying to get the ball. Oh, and I saw that, yeah. Actually, and it just didn't work. Because Qatar had no midfield. Oh, no. Like, the amount of times that you said... We were watching a transition. It's like everybody's either forward, nothing going on in the midfield, and then Ecuador would just turn over and go the other way, or there'd be nobody in the box because they had El Rauhi at right back when he's my clearly my CDM. Duh. He's great. Okay, yeah. and I go, he's quick as fuck. Okay, yeah. turn probably why he's also, fullback. Uh, you know that Qatar are the first nation to lose. Yes, sir. You couldn't do any sort of corruption to avoid that? When I heard that, I was like, South Africa didn't lose their first game. But no. Bafana, Bafana! A goal for all of Africa! How did you forget about that? I didn't forget about I thought they still lost the game. It was a draw. Another thing I saw on social media was Ecuadorian fans chirping fans. They were kind of essentially like, because the Ecuador fan was in the front, Sorry, fan was in the back, and he was kind of like, money, money, money. He's just like, oh, <laughs> there was also my. Ecuadorian oh, fans in the second half when they got slow. They were chanting, we want beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, something yeah, cerveza. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll, give, I'm, I'll give a small shot. They were fine. They were loud. Qatar. I'm like, that was very loud. And then apparently Qatari fans were also leaving midway in the game. Yeah. They were very bored. No, they, like it was interesting to see. And the amount of attempts from like 50 yards out yeah Qatar had one chance where they put the ball from the defender over top and he like volleyed it and it would just it was, went on top of the it net was it was actually attempt. a good oh, it, was yeah. a, it was a good it was attempt late in the second half it was actually a good attempt because was, if they put that in the net it's a 2-1 game and then there's actually at the end of the day I think we could all say correct team won I think uh, the team that we all thought would win did win but Qatar I don't think you're gonna get 
a point in your group, maybe not even score a goal. I'm so sorry. That's a, so, I don't know. Do hey, you think listen, listen, we want them not to score a goal. Do we? Because it'll make Canada look better. Because the last time we were at the World Cup, we didn't score a goal. True. So, Qatar. And they're the host nation, too. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll, well they do later. They do currently have the World Cup there, so okay. <laughs> well, we will get on to to Canada later. We actually have we actually have a bit of structure and planning that is for a, today's show. That is a bold. It's it's a loose structure, yeah. but it's better than what we usually. Walls was pushing for the prep <laughs> today. We're, we're ready <laughs> for like it. The sous chef. We got prep, please. Where's the mushrooms? <laughs> um, so uh, what's up next? Well, we're going to move into tomorrow. 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 But tomorrow, days. but today. Tomorrow, but today, because today is for you, but tomorrow's for us. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Yeah. It makes sense what I said, but it doesn't make sense. You know that I know that you know that we know. World Cup. <laughs> so there's a team um, that are going to this World Cup that think they can do something. But I think they're liars. Is it? The Three Lions? It is. The Three Lions oh. of England. They are opening about? their tournament versus Iran. What do we think? Well, of course, when the fans see this, the game will be done. Don't call them the fans. Supporters. They're the supporters. people who, do, who sacrifice the people their go, lives Hi. to watch us. Hi. I wouldn't watch us. My God, we're scary to look at. I think the big thing to watch for is Iran, to be honest with you. And this goes for the rest of the, the tournament. I have them making, making it out of their group. So I could very much see a very interesting yeah. result. Obviously, it it's will an know. Exciting but. front three for them. You got Jahabash. The United States fan just left the chat. Jahabash, you got Mahid Taremi, and you have Sardar Azmoun of Bayer Leverkusen. You have a good front three there. And can Iran beat England? I don't know, but I think they can cause an upset. Jeremy is sick. Sorry. I saw that as well. <laughs> oh my days. For, for context, we have American football. Yeah, yeah I'm so sorry. Got he, he got wrecked. Anyways, like, I'm so he's sorry. He's like, oh, I gotta get rid of it. I gotta get rid of it. Oh, sorry. That looked like the Qatari goalkeeper <laughs> during the, when the, the, the one play when they were coming in, the just one. like hip to oh, hip. The... Oh, God. Okay, oh, yes. Anyways. England versus Iran. Uh, England have all the expectations. They should go out and win comfortably, probably by multiple goals. They can. They 100% can. They have the squad to walk this group and do very well in this tournament. Will they? England? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them. Right now. And that's they, not just because I don't like England. They have a bunch of players. I know because James Madison got, took, got a slight injury in his last club game before the World Cup. I wonder how he's doing, if he's going to start. Kyle Walker is returning from fitness, and of course he's so, very key for Gareth Southgate's team. Uh, Calvin Phillips was crucial in the Euros for them, and he's just coming back from injury. So who knows what they're going to do, but we'll see. I, I, I feel like England's good. Wow, really? Oh, that's bold. You think they'll get points versus the USA and Wales? Iran. I, I literally just said they're going to make it out of the group. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Okay, that's odd. <laughs> okay. And that was the thing. In our predictions video and some of the comments that we got on it, I'm sitting there going like, 
What? The one where uh, Serbia is going to top the group? Yeah, Ivan Perisic's cousin. I'm going to I'm gonna be honest here, man. Like, He's a bit of a troll, I think. Brazil, I, I don't know, Max. You look pretty serious. Brazil, how, Brazil, Serbia, I mean, they want to. They can top. They have a... They Brazil. have the best team in they're Brazil. Yeah, we'll talk oh, about that. We'll talk about that game in one of our segments here because that's one of our matches to watch here. Um, should we get into that? Might as well. Well, I'm just gonna go through the rest of of tomorrow's matches. So well, yeah, by the time that this comes out, the, the, it's already going to be. 100. Never know. So Senegal versus Netherlands. A big talking point there is Sadio Mane is out of the World Cup. He, Sadio Mane. He had surgery. If you, did you hear what the surgery was? Yeah. To reattach the tendon to his fibula. How did he think he was going to even play? The witch doctor that? has some magic. Yeah, Paul Pogba's getting into this. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get the France later. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I'm like looking like that would be. Yeah. How do you even walk? Just staple it. God, stop. I think you oh, would. Stop. I think you would. How else do you attach a tendon? You don't just rubber band it. No, I'm not a rubber band man yet. He just snapped back. You know one rap song and that's the one you know? Oh my God. Oh, I know it was. I just had a so white. <laughs> um, yeah, we are. Go ahead. But uh, the Dutch, the Dutch, I think, are going in this tournament with quiet expectations. Well, Virgil's actually playing because, of he course, is. he wasn't there for the Euros. So he is I think there is some weak spots in this Dutch team, especially up front and goalkeeper. Watching a video, I think it was um like how the Dutch have balanced. Some I don't know. I, I like their midfield of De Jong, Dali Blind, Mars Dumfries, a Bourgeois, I can Gakpom. Dumfries is Dumfries is a. You said Bourgeois. Who is the name you said before? Bourgeois. Bourgeois. Yeah, that's like yeah. It, it actually, no, yeah, that, a, that's a midfield. Yeah, he's on no, no, I know PS, who he is. Is he? Is it? I think he plays for PSV. Ajax, does he not? No. Uh, oh, pay, maybe PSV. Well, it's um, one of the top better teams in the. Cody Gakpo. That's the name to watch. Gak, Gak yes, he He's been be incredible. Excited. So, um, but no, the Dutch were the goal. defense. They have Dyke, fantastic defenders. Ake, Timber, Pasfier, thirty-nine-year-old Pasfier. That'd be an exciting game to watch. I, I think Senegal have some expectations on them because they are reigning Afcon champions, but without Sajomane, at the end it's of the, a tough game. At the end, end of the day, tournament. too, the Dutch are extremely yeah. lucky that. They got Qatar as their pot one. Yeah, they got they got a good group, so they they need to top this group. Honestly. Let's talk them about the final day, uh, final game of tomorrow: USA versus Wales. US. Joe Allen is out; he's injured. That's okay. That's not really a big miss. Uh, Joe Allen. Gareth. Day. Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale will be there. Um, Dan James. Uh, what's his name? Williams. What's his name? Harry Wilson. Harry, oh. Harry Williams. Yep. Harry Wilson. Nico Williams, yes. Nico Williams as well. and Harry Wilson, thank you. I, USA USA have expectations as well. Yeah. The USA uh, board. I know they, I've talked a lot of crap about the USA. Multiple podcasts. I do kind of like their midfield. Adams. Pulisic, I still. Uh, come at me. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong at Christian Pulisic. Overrated. Please right. tell me. You're damn right. You're damn right. I think Giovanni Lena will probably have a better tournament. Yeah, probably. He's coming back from. He hasn't played much recently, has he not, Reyna? Mm. He's out of I think he's been playing. I might sound stupid. Highly likely. But USA, they have yeah. expectations. Will they live up to it? 
Mm, again, and, Greg Berhalter, I don't know. And the Welsh, is it's their first World Cup in a long time as well, like Canada. So Gareth Bale's first World Cup. Like, he wants to prove himself. Also, the Welsh... Okay. Uh, back on... Beautiful. It could be the same today <laughs> or tomorrow. Okay, let's move into Tuesday. Yeah, show me. A couple. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I was trying to be physique. Tuesday to is going to be the debut of Lionel Messi's Argentina. They're the first day of the... Uh, ah! First game of the day. Thank you. 3 a.m. for us versus Saudi Arabia. I really Saudi want to Arabia. wake up for this game, but I also don't want to wake up. I'm not game. waking up for this game. I'm so sorry. Uh, 6 a.m. for us is Denmark versus Tunisia. Before 9 a.m. Mexico versus Poland. Let's go, Poland. Poland. Let's go, That's baby. I'm, I'm, excited. I'm excited to see how we'll do I'm going to call it now. Winner of that <laughs> game. So really, Mexico versus Poland... I think the winner of this game will probably finish second place in this group. Hello, and welcome to our brand new segment called The Pundits Predict, powered by CoolBet. The World Cup has finally arrived, and if you're looking to get into the action, just head to CoolBet.ca. For match odds, player props, nation and tournament specials, there is no better time to be a cool better than right now. Now, build the ultimate same game parlay with Cool Bet's Bet Builder for every single Qatar 2022 match. Cool Bet, stay cool and bet responsibly. <laughs> we have a couple of games. We have three games that we're going to talk about in this segment. But uh, he would say, "Oh, oh, um, Mexico, Poland, baby." Yes, Hit me with it. Who do you think? We'll get into the odds uh, after everybody makes their picks. Because we do have these odds, as mentioned, are provided by Cool Bets. But uh, yeah, Mexico, Poland. We know who he's picking. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you're picking FC Lewandowski. <laughs> I, it, it's just tough for me to say because I, you know, with a group like this, you have high expectations. But well, the Euros, for example, I don't know how we fuck. Um, <laughs> and then, anyways, uh, for this, I'm gonna have a prediction. One. One, Robert Lewandowski. I, I don't really know how Mexico up against Poland. I tell you, I think you take a one-one. Yeah, I would because you take a one-one and then you smash Saudi Arabia. About what? I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna go next. Every time I've done a prediction, both for the channel and just in general for myself, I've picked Poland to go through second. But I don't like same, that. Same. I don't like and, that and, vote. And, and, I don't like that vote. Mexico two one. Damn. Okay. Okay. All right. I just I uh, I, I, I think I wouldn't even be surprised, bro. I think Poland is good because you have bro. arguably the best goal scorer of a generation. Oh but listen to me. Yeah, I you don't have a team. What the fuck do you mean we don't have a team? We made it to the fucking tournament. You have a fucking uh, Aston Villa reject English right back. <laughs> your goalkeeper. Your goalkeeper. I can't stand Shishesna. <laughs> Give me your 11. Give me your squad right now. <laughs> this is getting personal. Um, because it's not good. It's not good. I think Lucas isn't here. <laughs> yeah. Projected lineup. You got Bielik, who plays for goddamn Darby County. He used to play for Darby County, Tall Poland. Hoviak, uh, who's 32, plays for Shabab. The Donner Kebab right there. Who was last year? You're a Glick. 
Bedrock. Gleek is in the Seerty B. Betsy on fullback. Like, what the fuck is this team? Hey, give some love to uh, yeah. Carol Schwinski, who plays for Charlotte. Hey, but then you gotta hey, get, hey, you gotta get. You know he's his favorite MLS player. I like him. Yeah, he did well to Euros. But uh. Then you also got to give love to Zelinsky, who's Zelinsky. on Napoli, who's been um, fantastic. Yeah, for Poland, I would definitely keep it. Lewandowski. Don't. And Nicola on Roma. That was Shimon. And also, I think a player to watch for Poland. Shimonski. Did you not was, just was, say what about? Where's Piontek? He's a, he'll be there. Valentina. He's there, though. But. Anyways. You're 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 missing the biggest name in this entire game. Ochoa, Ochoa, Guillermo Ochoa. Right. When the World Cup comes around, Guillermo Ochoa becomes next level. And I already he guarantee enters, he enters the next realm. I guarantee you, Ochoa is gonna make some insane saving. I'm gonna be like, I fucking knew. It. <laughs> probably. Such a thing it, to happen. It probably will happen. What do you have, Greg? <laughs> I actually have the same as Liam. I have Mexico going to the round of 16. This team, they make the round of 16. They get That's out of the group do. stage. It's what they do. <laughs> so I have... T- Lewandowski will score. Bro, in my but lifetime, it is going to end 2-1 Mexico. Guys, in lifetime, I coached stage once, and that was zero twenty. Great time. Great vibe. Was? It could happen again. I really but it, hope so. I don't think it will. Please surprise me, because I'm even... Who's your, who's your coach? You have the Portuguese guy still? Uh, he got sacked. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. He left the WhatsApp group chat? I think he did, actually. Oh, no. Is that how it went? Yeah, I think uh, he, 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 he um, left the group chat. Yeah, people were, he, apparently. He... Yeah. Yeah, he's just like. He just cast a piece out. <laughs> like, that, like that gif of the, the uh, chick. On. I, I, I don't really know much about this. Like him. He was in tears. Oh yeah, I'm really happy about that. I remember that. Um, I'm just from for Poland. Yeah. I don't have high expectations like I had in 2018. Hmm. That's when the <laughs> I had such high expectations. Yes, you did. They crushed me. They fucking crushed me. <laughs> I had dreams before that World Cup. I had a dream that Poland <laughs> took on Senegal and beat them. I was cheering. I was like, yeah. And then we got trapped. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's Brett, you want to go next? <laughs> Raising. Um, yeah, no, I'll go next. The unfortunate thing is I, I was kind of feeling a draw too. I can see this game being a draw though. Here's my talk through of my, my brain right now. I kind of think Poland could sneak out a result here, like a mm-hmm. W here. Because I think it's going to take a second for Mexico to find their legs. Like, it, it, it's, it's not a stable team right now. And it's not a, a stable manager. The, the whole thing is very questionable. And again, I do have Mexico going through to the round of 16. But I'm not confident in it. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm not, I, I, I think there's too many issues going around. Watch them. Yeah, and they can't do it a snowy night at the but ice second. Like, in CONCACAF qualifying yes. in general, they were so wishy-washy yeah. and so disappointing. That's, that's why I have a look. Like, mm-hmm. Typically, I would have a look. 
Well, sometimes. Yeah, you make a great point. Well, and like I, Liam said, though, sorry to cut you no, there, but good. like Liam said, this really is the second place. Like, this is a massive game for mm -hmm. both teams. This is, they, they, they it's must-win game, really. After the mm. last World Cup? When I had no. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, four years is a long time. Maybe they've learned a little bit. I mean, they had how much pre... Yeah. You never know. You ne I never know. You never I'm, know. I'm going to go give, with... Give me, give me yeah, something get, get, what's your result? I'm going to go with the draw. Um, I just... I can't make up my mind, to be honest with Scoreline, you. Scoreline, though? Um, I'll go 2-2. I think it'll be a the little exciting bit... Game. Yeah, um, but the odds for the game, a Mexico victory is at a plus 187. That's a pretty tight window between the two of them. A plus 187 for Mexico, for Poland, plus 180. So oh, very close. It's, it's close, very so. tight. Uh, for a draw, it's plus 208. So we'll, we'll I think that draw is a very, not likely outcome, but a very you know popular outcome. Yeah, fair I could, At the end of the day, uh, with this group, I could see goal differential mattering in yep. this for these two teams Alrighty, let's move on to wednesday where we get to see canada play in a world cup for the first time since 1986 in our life in our lifetime at first least time in our lifetime yeah it was 10 exactly 10 years before waz and i were born so it was it's first time in a long time a couple things to talk about for this match in regards to uh, some but uh, let's talk first who we think will win the game, what we think will happen in the game, and then we'll go into a prop bet afterwards. Okay. It's a tough game. Yeah. It's Canada versus Belgium, who are ranked second well, in world football. Do you want me to start this off? Sure. Because I will just say what I actually think is going to happen. I think Canada will score first. Whoa! I think Canada will come out quick score first and Belgium's going to wake up and it's going to end 3-1 Belgium I don't have the same faith I would love that to happen I just don't think Canada are on Belgium's level and that's okay not many nations are on Belgium's level so I'm going to say 3-0 Belgium I mean my, that scoreline's not very different I don't think we'll be in the game at all no, I think we might have a counterattack here or there through Buchanan or or Davies, but I think relatively we are going to be under pressure in our 18 yard box. We're gonna here. have to counterattack. No Lukaku. I was listening. Panel. He was telling me oh international turn a lot of time possession possession matter. I don't know if that's complicated or belt. Um, my thing with Belgium is that their back line doesn't look great at all. It's aging. They've got actually some. Oh really? Um, I just looked. Match. That'd be a big. Bertong. Yeah. Half injury. Yeah. The 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 back three projected lineup here on One Football is Alderweireld, uh, Leonardo de Donker, and Arthur Teatra, who yeah. plays for Rennes. Unknown. Belgian back line. But also for Belgium. Well, maybe that'll help, but then, but then you have De Bruyne, 
Hazard, Batshuayi, Bitzel, Tielman, Did you just Carrasco. put? Hold on, hold the phone. Did you just put lineups. Michi Batshuayi in the same I'm breath? I'm just reading the projected You lineups. fucking better be. Batshuayi is going to be. He's, okay. He is very most likely going to be their starting striker. He'll be okay. Don't you worry about Michi. I think uh, Batman. Um, I'll show me. Ankenen. I think I think De Bruyne plays wing. Yeah, I think right he plays wing. wing for Belgium though. Oh, there's also a guy named Thibaut Courtois who uh yeah he's actually good. He's another defender. One to watch, Thibaut uh, Courtois. I'm sorry, uh I'm pretty sure Canada also placed uh or played against uh, basically the Mexican Manuel Neuer and how did that happen? Oh sure, yeah, 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 huh. yeah. But Thibaut Courtois is it not four finals in a row where he hasn't conceded a goal? This is my face giving a shit. Let's Let's also mention, like you said, Yuri Tillmans has been on another level for Leicester right now. He's going to score some bangers this World Cup, probably. I was listening to an interview, I think he said I was doing it, with a Belgian media member. Okay. Gave him almost... He said that he doesn't even think that they'll... Belgium? Who said this? A Belgian reporter. A Belgian... Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Oh. If Belgium yes. did not get out of the group, that'd be the shock of the century. Yeah. I have been saying for a while that I think Canada might catch Belgium sleep. The biggest thing has been, and, and Alistair Johnson said it on Kickback presented by Uber One. He said that people are not going to realize how ready Canada is going. As soon yeah, as John Herdman knew who they were going to be in the group with, mm-hmm. They went and got ready. They scouted. They prepped. They were ready. And I, th- I think people really underestimate, because most people don't know who John think- Herdman is. But then there's also the other side of, like, there is just no way that guys like Alfonso Davies, Jonathan David, who's consistently in the, the race for the mm-hmm. most amount of goals, it has more goals than Messi this year than, than, than anybody. Not anybody, but you know what I'm saying. 
I think that Tayshawn Buchanan, as Stefan Estacchio has been the most in form, I have made this argument already as well. I think that Stefan Estacchio is the most in form player going into the World Cup. He's Anybody in the tournament. He's definitely the most important player for Canada, in my opinion. Davies and David will get headlines, but I think with Estacchio, if he has a good tournament, Canada can have a good tournament. But also. And, and that was what he pointed out was those last couple yeah, of games. I, 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 I wish I took. Hmm. <laughs> I just hope so. But I think the way we're all yeah. looking at this is excited, but tentative. Yeah, we have to race through the rest of these here. But uh, was what is your prediction? I feel. 2-2. I'm going 2-2 Belgium-Canada. Cop out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, we'll take it. Uh, Liam, what I, was yours? I said 3-0 Belgium. 3-0 Belgium. I said 3-1 Belgium. Not even a goal. Well, we'll get into that. I hope I'm, I'm, hope I'm disappointed with I, my I, prediction. Yeah, yeah. Me too. My guess prediction is a 2-1 Canada win. Now. Against Belgium. Yeah. Uh, you literally just—you're yeah. telling me no, I Leander Dendocker, yep. who got shipped out yep. of Wolves. No, you're honestly you're telling me that he's going to look at Alfonso Davies, who, by the way, isn't playing fullback; is playing as a fucking winger. Mm -hmm. Is going to come down on that defense, and he's going to go. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good. They are old. They are slow, and they are not ready for Canada. I just hope. That Canada are able to get possession and move out of their box. Okay. I guess you haven't watched Canada before. Uh, Canada, the odds for the game, Canada, a win for Canada would be a plus 535. Long shot. Long shot. Belgium has a minus 182, so they are the favorite. And for a draw, it is a plus 3. Still a long shot. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, before we move on to the final game that we're going to talk about, you already kind of, not ruined it, but you, you kind of answered it. First goal for Canada. Who gets it? At the, at the World Cup. At the World Cup. I am going to go with Jonathan David. Jonathan David, okay. I, I hate to say it, but it's also if Canada scores. But... Canada will score this World Cup. Yeah. Like, we know Kyle Lahren. I like the shout. Wow. We know Kyle, we know Kyle Lahren. Wow. I can see that off a corner. Ustakio. Ustak. I just stuck. I didn't write down the Ustakio. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'll go and find them. But uh, for me, I don't know. There's some very interesting names that I think could get it. And I think the like, interesting thing for Canada, too is that they score in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. So, uh, look at Japan. Like, yep. they, they had the, the ball into uh, the box for on the corner yes. with Vittoria. Look at how they scored against Mexico. Yep. Set piece. Uh, that's the thing about set pieces, that anybody can get their head on it. Mm -hmm. And Canada's really good at set pieces. Tiba's going to score one of the... Cause it, would, it was in the World Cup qualifier, I, I believe, where he scored one of the... Dumbest goals I've ever seen. I would and love Atiba Hutchinson <laughs> to score a goal at this World Cup. Atiba? He's 40 years old. He's yeah. done 
a hell of a career for Canada. This is finally him making an, uh, an international tournament. He deserves something. I saw a post just while Brett's looking this up where it's like players that know the World Cup and they had like it based on their age. Mm. But it's like and it's showing like, oh, yeah, you've been around the World Cup so many times you've been there. And it's Atiba was on there. I'm like, well, this is his first World Cup, so uh, <laughs> okay. Yes, he's old, but I am going. I, you know what? How fitting would it be? I'm going to say it's Alfonso D. Fair enough. I, yeah. I think it would be so fitting, and I think it'd be kind of a nice moment for us as Edmontonians. Oh, so we, um, no matter what, if whoever's Canada's first goal, we're going nuts. Yeah. Um, I I said Jonathan David. Yeah. Um, so you said Jonathan David. He has David. the best Canadian odds to score the first goal against uh, Belgium, and that is at plus nine. Uh, who did you say? Uh, Ustak. Ustakia. We'll get to that after. Um, you said Laren, right? Yeah. Kyle Laren's at a plus 1,100. Alfonso Davies is at a plus 14. Here's also some interesting no lines also. Lucas Cavallini has the second best odds to score Canada's first goal against Belgium at plus 1,100. I believe that is the man currently without a club. Yes, yes. E.K. Ugbo with a plus 1,300 to score the first goal for Canada. He scored for Canada? Uh, no, nope. not yet. Okay, cool. Interesting. Uh, Alfonso Davies again at 1400 so both of those players higher than Alfonso. And Junior Hoylet, I just wanted to mention him cuz he had a good good match uh again. Mm -hmm. 1600. Now, all of those don't pair in comparison. I don't think I said that thing at all correctly. To Stefan Asakios. He's going to be far down. Which is sitting at on cool bets a plus 3400. Imagine scoring on three goals last four games. It, it's I think it's just because these they're basically choosing attackers here. And that's that's why like, like Cavallini especially because he just scored in the friendly. So I think that's why they count as a goal. Puts it, it a little bit a, higher. The worst worst Panenka of all time. Hey, hey. It went in the net. It did lower than Jonathan Osorio, Tayshawn Buchanan, which makes sense. Liam Miller, Amadou Onana, Jesus, Timothy Castagna, Axel Witzel. Leander Dendocker and Ishmael Kone. Because <laughs> I don't want Ustak to score. Yeah, so put, put very interesting. And our final match of the Cool Bets segment is on Thursday, Brazil, Jogo Benito Football! I still have it on the table for some reason. And Serbia. Mm -hmm. This might be a very interesting match. I think a lot of people... Yeah, there we go. Mitro, baby. I can't hear you. <laughs> this might be a very interesting one here. Uh, I'm going to start with the Fulham supporter. Brazil versus Serbia. How do you think this is going to go down? The one thing for Serbia is I think Mitrovic and Vlahovic are both in question whether they're playing i i, I think this fucking world cup man I, um because they were injured going in but i think they were being rested for the world cup now so i i'd be very surprised if they weren't playing mitrovic is gonna play like he he wants to play you can tell how passionate he is and everything um it's gonna be uh, Ooh. no brazil's winning i'm just trying to think of a scoreline brazil's gonna win it's 
it's Brazil. How do you not choose Brazil? I know, yeah. like you were saying, our fan uh, commented on our I video. I don't know if he was, yeah. a, fan. And, if he was a fan of what we yeah, yeah, he, he was just there. But uh, I'm going to go 2 0 Brazil. I look at this Brazil as the attack predicted is Richarlison, Vinicius, Neymar, and Pina. I don't think Charleston? I don't think that'll be the starting, but that was just the predicted here. Casemiro and Fred in the midfield, they can both goals as well. I don't think Serbia are gonna do it. No. They have they have an okay team though. I mean, is it Mitrovic, Vlahovic, Tadic, and you got Malinkovic, Savic in the midfield. Um, Malinkovic, Savic is also their goalkeeper. Twenty one Savic. Yeah, you have Kostic, who made that move to Juventus. Uh, you have yeah, Kostic is Serbian. Yeah, yeah. Is. Polish. Anyways, sorry. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Interesting. Oh, no, I was thinking of Milik, right? Milik. Yeah, okay, so I'm not wrong. Oh, I'll come over there. Oh, he moves so fast. <laughs> he really, like, I scared me, actually. <laughs> so, what do you want us to, to, to predict? The score? Yeah, just okay. the, who do you think will win? Brazil. Okay. 3 2. Okay. Oof. That'd be a great game. That would be well, a like, game. Two shit goals. He, he he just had to Metro headers over a, a penal over Danny Alves a penal in a corner. That's if Danny Alves is playing, Mitrovic will go and try and just go over him. That's what he's gonna do. <laughs> Greg, Greg, please, for the love of God, <laughs> pronounce the name correctly, okay? It's Danny Alves. <laughs> for the love of God, man, like, he's in Portugal, bro. He's <laughs> Portuguese. They do. Danny they Alves. do. In fact, yeah. Wazinho. <laughs> Oh no! It, it's falling in. Probably, she probably won't be sorry. He mentioned this in the kickback episode as well. It was so funny. Also, like, well, neither of those teams are in the World Cup. So, yeah. hey, thank you for Yakomakas, but you can't score a fucking pen. <laughs> Holy shit! I don't think that guy could hit a pen to save his life. Anyways, I love it. He uh, just, Brett he just physically assaulted me. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah you, you said, I, I haven't talked about. We haven't talked about it yet, but yeah, you continue. Yeah, I'm just. I'll be simple. Three, uh, an easy three-one win for Brazil uh, over Serbia. I, I think it'll be. Closer than the scoreline says, but I, I just think it'll be like there. I think people get caught up in scorelines. Go, oh man, that team dominated. It, it, it's interesting. I'm gonna bring hockey into it, I guess. But Jay Woodcroft, coach of the Edmonton Oilers, he he said something very interesting that has really stuck with me since he said it. It's simple. It's stupid, but uh, you have to look at results over outcomes. And yep. there are quite often in a lot of sports where the outcome looks more than what actually happened in the game. And so I, I, I think we're going to see that a lot in the results in this uh, tournament. But And I think this will be one of them as well. Uh, so I'll go 3-1 for Brazil. Now, the odds for the game. Brazil, obvious uh, favorites. Minus 196 for that match. Serbia... Plus 600, which is a bigger spread than the Canada and uh, Belgium. It's because it's Brazil. Brazil is the, yeah. they're the, the top favorites. team. They're the favorites. And for a draw, if anyone does. Did anyone predict a draw? No, you predicted yeah. a draw, didn't you? He predicted 4-0 Oh, Brazil. yeah. Sorry. Because I, I, I did the. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about me. Uh, plus 345 for them. Now, you talk about Brazil being favorites. Okay. I, 
country that came in as favorites, and I don't know if they are favorites anymore. France. Mm. Because they've been <laughs> also yes. run over. Sorry, so, yeah. just before, uh, that was our first ever segment for Cool Bets. So. Just wanted to wrap that up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we no, are no, now moving it, out of the second. Yes, yes, there we go. Yeah, just, that was what I, I well, wanted but, to do. Uh, some countries are bit by the injury bug. France has been run over by the train. Uh, Kareem the Dream Benzema. Ballon d'Or winner. Out. The, the Did first, not go to the last World Cup. Actually, the first Ballon d'Or winner. Since, uh, I think it was like 1970-something. That's too bad. I know, because it would have been George Best. Oh, fair enough. Georgie. Manchester United legend, buddy. George Best is one of the best ever footballers United's ever had, but yeah, he was right. cursed yeah, with being Welsh and not hey, English. He's the best. Huh? Interesting. George Best is great. Uh, but <laughs> no, okay, I'm stop. And as well, Sadio Mane, runner-up. Sadio Mane. Oh, so. Mm-hmm. No, um, frauds. It's, um, it is sad for him because, like you said, he was not at the last World Cup when France did win it because of Matthew Valbuena. Damn, but <laughs> but it does allow, I guess, some of the headlines to go to a man who I think really deserves it in Olivier Giroud. Yeah, he has been fantastic for AC Milan. I believe he needs one or two goals to become the all-time highest goal scorer in France's history. Wow, I believe it's like, something like that. Yeah, like uh, in club or in in in, in national team goals. Like for, oh, national for, team for France. France. Yeah. Oh, really. Yeah, which I think he'll he'll do. Yeah, he scores goal for France. He and he was not gonna start if Benzema was there, but he is most likely gonna be starting now and see what he can do. And we were talking beforehand. We're like, bring Martial, bring Martial, bro. And uh, but we looked at, looked at it and it said that uh, they decided not to bring anyone. The Deschamps went. Mm, I'm just rather not gonna have anyone else. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> And so Martial is in a bad place. Hey, hey, ho! He scored a couple goals here. No, not fifteen yet. But hey, when Ronaldo goes, there's some space. Yep. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think uh, I, I think Giroud deserves it. He has been fantastic the last couple of years. So it, it, like he aging like oh. it, 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 like it's so ironic that he's French and playing in Italy right? because <laughs> he is so. So good as he gets older, and just I, I love the passion that he still plays with too. Like you know, you watch Zlatan at his age, and he scores, and it, it's Zlatan, you know. But it, it's always, oh, look at me, the king. <laughs> Excuse me, and then you look at Giroud, and it's what we did. Look, yeah. at, and he's excited about what the team is going to do next. It, but it's, I gotta say, looks some good doing it though when he does. Olivier? Oh yeah, Gorgeous man. Yeah. Oh, very good looking man. Brilliant. Um, Anyways, this is the Olivier Giroud stand episode. Uh, the absolute love affair we have. Yeah. Uh, moving to the Wednesday because we talked about Canada and Belgium, but I want to talk Germany, Japan. I think there could be an upset here. Oh, I really? really think there could be an upset for a team who's evidently out of form and just lost to Canada. That wasn't their full team. Oh, fair enough. I I really think Japan can do something in this World Cup. I yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I have weird vibes. Uh, Thursday game, because Thursday, we're going to go up to Thursday, because then you'll have another episode of the uh, oh, Sunday League Punches presented by Uber One. We will see on Thursday the GOAT. This man is just, I'm sorry, been in his phone, and then he just made the oddest sound here. Okay. Adding up. Do some math. Hit me with it. 
no mathematician. Oh. We're gonna go by Ronaldo sense. <laughs> there is. I'll endure it. Attend the. 1978, Argentina, Poland, in. You know what I'm saying? Uh. So, is history repeating it? But you're telling me because cause in the 78, that was Diego. Was he on that one? The winners of the 1978 World Cup were. This World Cup, there's no Ballon d'Or winner. Is that is that what you're saying? Your Poland's gonna make the finals? Is what you're saying? No, Poland didn't. Like he, he, they beat. Oh, Poland. okay. Are, isn't it actually like if Poland make gets second and Argentina gets first, they play each other? Isn't that actually how it is? Is that how it leads up or? Wait, Argentina and Poland. Wait, I'm sorry. They're in the same group. What am I thinking? Yeah. I, see, I guess what you're saying. Third time I get I was being yeah. dumb, so yeah. No, but, and we talked about it in our predictions video, which go and check out YouTube if you haven't yet. Um, they uh, history has been repeating itself recently, and 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 like Lucas said, he doesn't have France coming out of this group because of history repeating itself. So maybe I mean it's Ar- kind of looking that Argentina like team that won the World Cup. You're you're correct. No. Diego Maradona. Every player played in the Argentinian League except one, Mario Kempes, who played for Valencia, and Alberto Tarantini, who was a free agent. Huh. Like, he made a World Cup winning Argentina squad as a free agent. Well, he may, he may have, he probably, his contract probably, you know. Maybe, it's the same thing with Cavallini. But, um,. But yeah, that's an interesting World Cup squad there. But you want to talk about even more conspiracy theories? How Uh-oh. about the the photo with Ronaldo and Messi? Yeah, playing chess. A lot of people have been pointing at the case that they're doing it on is the case the World Cup comes in. And a lot of people have been editing in the World Cup. However, I have a theory that it wasn't at in i feel like it was edited out i think the world cup was initially in that photo the photo who the person who took that photo her name is abby annie Leibowitz, one of the best portrait photographers of of uh, celebrities ever ever she is fantastic take a look at her, her art beautiful stuff and is also known for a lot of subliminal messages okay i think I uh, we're talking a lot about conspiracy theories about Qatar and a lot of the paid stuff. I have not heard much about this. I gotta be honest, but it's very interesting. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I think a lot of things might add up here, Wazi. Out of that. I was. I gotta. I gotta be honest with you. It, 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 that I know that that's a possibility for Argentina and Portugal to go to this World Cup final. I don't. The world, and I. I don't even care if you not. If you're not into sports or not into football, the world 
would come to a standstill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For 90 minutes, the world would shut the fuck up and pay attention <laughs> to what matters. That, that's the game. But also, I think Portugal, who have a squad to go to the they final, do. They do. But are they held back by their match? Portugal? Yeah. Question like like, I think they have. Your club's greatest player. Thank you. Can we talk a little bit about Cristiano Ronaldo? I was going to mention Cristiano Ronaldo. Any, any, uh, any World Cup? Ronaldo was playing Ghana on Thursday, so by the time the next episode of us comes out, we will uh, be up and done the well, match days. Friday. Yeah. Friday because, but, yes. Yeah, the biggest. Here's more. Talk about. It's yeah. pretty fucking massive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We haven't talked about it. He blew up United. But the thing is, did he? He said things. I think that everyone knows. I think, but it's they have things people didn't want to realize or didn't want to accept. You, you can't for weeks now. You've been a Ronaldo hater. Why? What has he said wrong? He gives a shit. He cares about his team. Why is that bad? Because he's not buying into the to the to the the. Because, I want to sell you the image. Oh, no, but he. He was your top goal scorer last That's year. That's last season. This well, maybe the system that Ten Hag has implemented is not the system for Ronaldo. But it's working. And they're winning matches. They're is winning, it? Their winning percentage is higher without. True. Statistically, match better without Ronaldo. Ten Hag. Yeah. Sorry. You're fifth, eleven points behind top spot Arsenal with a zero goal difference. And take a look at how many games back we are. How many more games do we have in the hand? Arsenal. Than any of the teams coming up. I'm not gonna disagree. You, you have, with... We've played one less than Tottenham, Newcastle, You're the and those are the two teams that are going to be ahead of us, right? You're same with City and Ar and Arsenal. Okay, there you go. Right. So uh, those are two teams. So City and Arsenal. You, we can agree that City is probably the best team in Europe. Yeah. And Arsenal's have an absolute heater. Yep. The team who deserves to be on top. Yeah. Right? The two teams who are in front of you, you have a game uh, in hand, and how many points are they behind? You, if, you, if you won your game in hand, you'd be even with Tottenham and one behind Newcastle. Okay, so there you go. So realistically, both teams as well who are... How come all of a sudden once United is on the same level as those teams, which you just agreed with me that they are having a good season... How come once it's uh, Manchester United, they go, oh, oh well... well I I just don't think you guys have been playing great football. I, that's where I'm at with that. United and Spurs are basically on the same way where they're, sometimes they're getting results, sometimes they're getting bad results, but they're not playing great. They're not playing to what they should be playing. United? And Spurs. And they're, like, they're, there's so many times where it's like both those teams should be playing better than they, did, they, they are. It did feel like Ronaldo very sensitive. Wayne Rooney, if you... And those comments that Rooney made were not bad. It wasn't anything toxic. It was constructive criticism. I mean, Wayne Rooney was honestly just giving his opinion. Yeah, maybe. 
to a question that he was asked. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. Was prompted. To- and now Ronaldo fanboys are going at Wayne Rooney, ab disrespecting him, honestly making it look worse than it really is. Um, you know, Wayne Rooney just made- gave his opinion. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I'm. Oh damn. Well, I think he's one of the most underrated players because I think he should be in conversation for one of the best players yeah, we've seen. Every- Green Rooney's going life. Had a tough fight with Darby County too, with uh, what he had to inherit there, with all the issues, and he almost got them out of relegation. He did. Um, here's my point of view on this, and this is coming from a United supporter who became a United supporter at a young age because of Christian Ronaldo. Christian Ronald. <laughs> Come on, Speed. <laughs> yeah, um, and again, Chris- Cristiano Ronaldo is my favorite player of all time because he was the introduction to the beautiful for me. And that's why I will stand him all the time. We'll always be uh, on the argument of him being the goat, but I can separate the player to the club. I can still support the player and support the club at the same time. So uh, going forward, Obviously, I want Ronaldo to have the best possible career he can going forward. I also want Manchester United to go and win the Premier League, the Champions League, well, Europa League, but uh, Champions League, you know, be the best possible club in the world, right? And like he said, it's Manchester United. It is one of the most famous, not notorious, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Whatever. One of the most popular clubs in the world. And yes, they should be in a better spot. They have been in the uh, poor spot since Sir Alex left, and there's a lot of reasons why. I don't know. It, it's just, I, I sit here going, I understand why it happened. I understand why it needed to happen. But uh, it, it, it's just a tough situation. Yeah, mixed. Something. How do you talk to him? Yeah, 100%. Now... Whenever Wayne Rooney made, or even like when he says, oh, "I think Messi," oh, you just tell some Aldo. Huh? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Do either of you, as United supporters, blame Eric Ten Hag? No. No. No, no. 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 Because that was one of the quotes that Ronaldo did say. Actually, some people were saying it was a while back. I could see that. I could definitely see. Because that. I, I don't know how. Was it recorded? Uh, His quote was, um, you didn't put me on against Manchester City because of respect for my career, but you want me to, sorry, but you want to put me on for three minutes versus Tottenham. It doesn't make sense. I think he did it on purpose. I felt provoked, not only because of that game, but before. He doesn't respect me the way I should deserve. Yeah, that one does make sense because yeah. although he doesn't go come on versus in, versus City. Yes, they were losing, but it was oh that's because of his career. We don't want to give him you know the bad images. But then versus Spurs, it was come on for the last thirty seconds. I'm sick of that uh, conversation of oh 
you know, I think it was the right decision. What if he goes out there in a, a match that's six to two? Because at the time, actually, I think it was six to one by the time that it came out because Martial scored two goals. What if he gets hurt? And now all of a sudden he's out for the rest of the year or, or a mixed amount of time. What if he misses the World Cup because of it? And then now all of a sudden you go, why would you play him? Why? You're down 6-1. You're not going to win the game. What does it matter? Either way, you're not winning in that no, situation. Like, it's, it just, it's such a dumb argument. That, I think it was because that first half was when Rashford was shocking. Yes. And then but was, didn't he score? He scored. He scored later on, but the first half he did nothing. Right. And then everyone goes, well, why not make that change at halftime? You have Ronaldo sitting on the bench. Why not bring him on and try something? Because at halftime, it wasn't that. No, it, I think was. it was. 4-1 or something like that, yeah. Yeah, I never yeah. heard of that poor, guy before. Poor Ralph is like, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, he's just catching strays. <laughs> he's sitting in Austria and goes, what the fuck? He's not, do you not remember? Wrong? I remember us sitting right here when Ralph Ragnar got appointed and we all went, who the fuck is this guy? And Lucas go, yeah. Lucas was explaining his work in Germany and, well, and, and everything like that. Because well, everyone sold the image of it. And you know, I thought Ralph was actually a, an important person that could have been a United... In the level upstairs where he should have been where he wanted to be, not just... as a manager. Ralph yes. Yeah, yes. It's not like Ronaldo was. Players like, or sorry, people like Ralph Ragnick, people like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer are needed at your club. Yeah, no kidding. Fine. Because he let you do fine. whatever you wanted. Here's the thing. Here's and I agree he had a great with season you. Under him too. Hundred percent. Here's my thing with with Ragnick and the whole situation. Regnick, I think, is a very, he tells, he's a straight shooter. He tells it how it is. And again, what people don't really realize or talk about is that you're, you're making a move halfway through the year and you have to then not only make a decision for the rest of the year, but for, well, is this going to be the guy that at the end of the season we move forward with? What does that look like? How do we do that? And you're bringing in a guy who has experience up top. Yes, he's managed before. And I mean, if I'm not mistaken, uh, he is a massive figure in the Red Bull situation. And again, the Gagan Press, he is a mastermind. Was it a tough situation as a manager? Maybe. Sure, we can talk about that. Or we can say that. But what I think really is going on is... You have to, again, you're not going to have Michael Carrick be your manager for the rest of the year when you're trying to make Champions League. You're going to want somebody who's going to change the philosophy and change the minds right then and there. Is it going to be difficult? Yes, absolutely. But you're not going to bring in uh, a soft-spoken Mauricio Pochettino and come and go, oh, guys, uh, let's have a good game. I think it, there was so. I think it was the right move. And yes, Ragnick ended up leaving at the end of the year, which ended up everyone going, "Ah, well, okay." Then what really happened? Um, but I think it was the right move. It, it just it, it would he would have naturally gone up top and let Ten Hag do his thing and be the advisor. But that ended up to wrap up the United and the Ronaldo conversation. Who does he play for next? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Bring up is. He's not playing another match in a United kit. Yeah, he'll never play for so, Manchester United again. I'll talk about. Well, <laughs> where where does he play next? Um, what? 
It depends how bad Benzema is. That's fair. Brett? Uh, I will go... I think he goes to a London club. It's just a matter of Chelsea or Arsenal. Because I think Chelsea makes a lot of sense. There's been a lot of the talk about Chelsea. But he did speak well about Arsenal in that interview. So that was pretty interesting. And if he went to Arsenal... Uh, or if he went to... In the Premier League. Yeah, if yeah. he went to Chelsea too. And after saying all these things about Arsenal... Read Obama Yang. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, hasn't, he hasn't made his guess. Neither have I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can... I don't really know, honestly, because I could see him going back to sporting, but like, wow, it's it is tough to say. It's he's gonna choose where he wants to go, and I'm there's probably lots of people that still do want him. And I like the idea of a six month contract at Chelsea, and then he goes to the MLS. I'd be behind that. LAFC baby, no, come to LAFC baby. No. We got you. Miami. We got you. Inter Miami, Beckham. You should go to DC United. <laughs> Beckham's at Inter-Miami. Miami need a superstar. Uh, no, they don't. It's not him. Well, yeah, he was. They need a superstar. Bring them both. At the same time with Arsenal, Arsenal is the leading runner for the Premier League right now, and if Gabriel Jesus gets hurt, they have Eddie and Ketia leading the line. It's like Ronaldo would actually be a good person to put in. But then you take out... But if, you, if he also goes to Arsenal... Who are you starting? Yeah. What do you want to say to end up here? Uh, just with that. Yeah, that makes sense. Edited? Yeah. Which is kind of disappointing. No, you can tell. You can tell. No. They have such busy schedules, right? Just meet up all the time. I think, though, we will wrap things up. Yeah. Though, we'll wrap um, up with one thing. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Oh, I like this. We can talk about different like cuisines. Well, let's do this. Yeah, thing. you motherfucker. Yes. I know where this comes yes, from. Yes, but we can do this throughout the tournament. <laughs> yes. Right now, if you could go to the grocery store and, you know, your Uber One membership rate and yeah. country rate. Easy. Easy, easy, easy. Group C. Holy. Mexico. And Argentina, give me that barbecue, baby. Barbecue, barbecue. Also, Poland barbecue, has all good food. Barbecue, yeah, and Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking, Matt. Group like, C, baby. There's no way I just unironically use that, Jen, and I'm so happy about it. Of course, <laughs> if you want to get make a meal from any of these teams, Uber One membership, rides, everything, groceries, zero dollar delivery, five percent off eats. Oh. I have mine. Uh, I, 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 yeah, that was mine. Yeah. That was mine. <laughs> Spain. Spain. Paella, tapas. You got Japan. Japan. Sushi or seafood. Germany. Germany. Bratwurst. Yeah. Pretzels. Like, and then like, Costa Rica. Ceviche, baby. Oh yeah, I was Group E. That, that was, was mine. Group e too. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue this on the next episode of the Sunday League Pundit. I want to thank you for tuning in. And yeah, it's World Cup, baby. Enjoy the World Cup, Woo! baby. Woo!